The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with your host, Ty Maynard. We're the starting point for sales professionals and business owners who want to gain more clients, score higher margins, and not be left behind in sales and business. Now, here's Ty Maynard. Hello, everyone. Hello, and welcome back to the show. Welcome to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something, where I will go every week is to help you in your quest to be the best in sales, business, and life. And we're going to continue to bring you exceptional guests, tremendous topics to help you in accomplishing your goals. And we want to help you get ready for the upcoming year so it can be the best year that you've had in sales, business, and even life. And our topic today is Keys to Developing a winning sales and business strategy for the new year. And when I first started in sales, wow, 30-plus years ago, that was a theory called the theory of the six Ps. And because I want to keep this a G-rated show, I've broken it down to just the theory of the five Ps. And the theory of the five Ps is basically proper planning prevents poor performance. And your plan for the new year should also include an honest assessment or review of this year, the year that you're in now, and now is the time to establish or even refine your game plan to make this new year the best year for you, your clients, and your company. So to help me with that today, I have a repeat guest, and every time this gentleman is on the show, I get a ton of emails, I get people responding to me on Facebook and, and, and LinkedIn, because the, the content is so rich. He's an awesome uh, businessman. He's currently a pastor and uh, just a phenomenal friend. And basically, we have these conversations on an ongoing basis where we are always sharpening each other up. I've had a couple of shows recently where we talked about sharpening the axe. Well, he sharpens my axe and I sharpen his. So what you're going to do, again, is just sit in on one of the type of conversations we have a tendency to have sometimes two to three times a week. So let me give you uh, some information about my guest. It's Dr. Jomo Cousins. And Jomo is currently a pastor, and he still does a little bit of motivational speaking, primarily um, in the Tampa Bay area. Uh, He's an accomplished corporate trainer and has been a businessman, and, and he's passionate, a passionate champion of coaching in the workplace. His extensive background as an investor real estate agent, athlete, coach, author, and business owner has facilitated organizations in revolutionizing their corporate culture. And let me give you a little bit more about Jomo. Jomo was drafted to the NFL from the Florida A&M University where he earned a degree in business economics. And while in the NFL, 
he had the unique experience of working with other professionals that possess the same amazing work ethic, self-motivation, and dedication that he has. And Jomo uses these same qualities to inspire and motivate his audiences right now, even as a pastor, to ensure that they take their, their lives, their spiritual lives, and even their businesses to the highest level of success. And Jomo, I'd like to welcome you back to the show. Well, sir, with the intro like that, I feel pressure, but I, I thank you, my friend, uh, for this awesome opportunity you've given me to share with your listening audience on the, the keys for 2014. Always a pleasure uh, speaking with you, and ultimately in this audience is a, a great honor, and I appreciate the friendship and all that uh, you pour into my life as we mutually are striving to, to better each other, uh, much like you said, iron sharpens iron. Absolutely. And it's so key that you have people in your sphere, in your circle, uh, that are pushing you and propelling you and challenging you uh, to go to the next level. And you are one of those key people in my life. So I thank you for the opportunity uh, to speak with your audience today. Well, thank you. I'm glad you're back again. And like I said, uh, I just know the audience is going to get a lot out of this show, as they do all of them. And really, this is the time of year where you and I will have this conversation anyway where we are reviewing what we've done this year and we're establishing our goals for the upcoming year. As a matter of fact, we share the goals uh, with you, uh, with each other, and we have a few more other people in our little mastermind group, and we hold each other accountable. So what I want you to do, Jomo, from all of the perspectives that you bring so much wisdom and knowledge, I mean, you've been in business, you've been in the NFL, and now's a timely time to talk about the NFL because we're about to get into the really exciting part where they get into the playoffs and ultimately the NFL, I mean, in the Super Bowl. So I want us to talk about some game changers. I mean, what can people do now to prepare for an awesome 2014? Well, I'm going to jump right in, my friend. Here's the key thing I would do. Um, as, as you already mentioned, prior to me being a pastor, I was a, a trainer. And the key thing is I trained high producers. Um, many of my clients pushed seven figures in income. And the one thing I would always tell them, I said, in this season right now, uh, before we get into the future per se, I said, what we really have to do is do a checkup, a checkup from the neck up. Better stated, in the NFL, they called it self-scouting. And see, the word self-scouting is pretty uh, obvious in what it means, but what it means is a top-to-bottom overview analysis of everything that we did this year. Now, this is not for the faint at heart. <laughs> Much like in the NFL, I was doing the study on this, almost a third of the head coaches get fired every year. Meaning, after the checkup from the neck up, somebody got let go. And what you mm -hmm. have to realize, uh, you must be honest with yourself. You must have a, a true assessment of your business, uh, what you did good, what you did bad. Uh, ultimately, how can you improve? How can you do better? And the challenge I see with many people is they keep repeating the cycle. I would always tell, I tell people, look, if your goals are the same goals they were last year, you have not grown. Right. What you want to do is every year you should be trying to uh, perfect a different area of your business, uh, to, to self-scout yourself and say, okay, uh, we did this well, but we, we didn't do that well. Uh, we could do better here, but uh, we, we, we didn't do good here. But you have to be honest with yourself.
and say, okay, look, in this area, we sucked. And I'm saying point blank, period, we blew it, uh, we dropped the ball on that one, and you write it down. So what I do during my year, I write down the mistakes I made. I said, okay, so at the end of the year, when I'm preparing my game plan for 2014, I have a list of things that I knew I blew, and I write them down. I said, okay, look, what are we going to do that worse? We don't repeat the cycle. Understand this. Uh, if you don't change your cycle, you won't change your season. I like to have good seasons. Mm-hmm. Much like in the NFL, it's all about seasons. So what you have to realize, if you don't change your cycle, you won't change your season. Cycle meaning uh, the repetitive behavior that you're doing on a consistent basis. Because ultimately, you are where you are based on what you have done. So if you don't like your harvest, you have to change your seed. Different seeds produce different cycles and different seasons. So if you had a wonderful 2013, well, now we have some things that we want to continue. But at the same time, there's always room for growth and improvement. So when I look at this time of year, to me, this is the most exciting time of the year. Football is kicking off. It's really getting serious right now. We're about to step into playoffs. And I'd always tell my clients, don't get lulled to sleep. The holiday season is a season where people tend to slow down and, you know, they're getting to the holidays. You know, I said, I would tell my clients, this is the time to speed up. Because while everyone else is slowing down, you're preparing for the greatest year of your life. I sat down with my wife uh, the other day. We went out of town for Thanksgiving and had an awesome time. And the first two days, I just sat there brainstorming, visualizing, writing everything down. Because what I realized, you said it to begin with, proper preparation prevents poor performance, meaning uh, I prepare for my success. My success is based in how I prepared for my victory. Uh, what is so funny, uh, when I was in the NFL, it wasn't about how you played on Sunday, but how you practice. Because in your practice, you're really preparing for your victory. So right now, as you get excited about your 2014, the greatest year of your life, this is mm-hmm. a time where you're tilling the ground. Yeah, yeah, you're, you, you know, much like a farmer, you're tilling the ground, you're preparing for your next season. So how did you do this year? Be honest with yourself. They call it a SWOT analysis in reference to a business. SWOT. Basically, S is for strengths. What did you do well this year? W, weaknesses. O, opportunities. And T, threats. So what I do, I do a SWOT analysis on my business. Strengths. If I were talking about myself, good growth, good word of mouth, wonderful numbers, weaknesses, lack of customer follow-up. Todd Duncan wrote a great book called High Trust Selling. And he, speak, he specifies that if you could just take care of the one client, that one client will bring you more clients. Right. And I realized, you know what, I had some deficiencies in that area. Guess what? I don't like to say it, but when you do a self-scout, you have to be honest. Opportunities, new locations, threats. Well, with a growing area, other people see the opportunity. Now, I ask mm-hmm. you right now, for your listening audience, when was the last time you had an honest review 
of your business. And if you're a little nervous, don't worry. There's somebody that will tell you the truth, a husband, a wife, a spouse. But you've got to be honest with yourself because what you don't confront, you cannot change. You know, Jomo, you've said several things. I've taken some really good notes, and you and you talked about an overview of everything. And one of the things I know, I mentioned uh, a few weeks ago that when Tony Dungy was, was here in Tampa, we were friends, and I, I learned a lot from him about football but also about leadership. And one of the things that I know everyone dreaded was the Monday meeting when they got to review tape. <laughs> you know, Oh, my uh, gosh. Because oh the, the tape does not lie. It's going to show every perfect play you did and every imperfect play that you did. And it seems like it's magnified on tape. Um, and that's what we kind of have to do as well as individuals. We have to look at our tape. And hopefully we aren't waiting till the end of the year. It's something we're doing on a regular basis, if not weekly, monthly, or quarterly. So we have to. And, and I guess our tape as in the business arena or in the sales arena would be our numbers. You know, whether it's the prospecting numbers, whether it was the new leads number, whether it was the referrals numbers, how many networking events you went to, we have to examine our tapes also. Would you, would you agree with that? You know, the, the statement they used was, the eye in the sky don't lie. Right. Yeah, you could tell me you made the play, but the camera, <laughs> that's the truth. Yes. And, the, you know, and just like you said, the numbers are the truth. Uh, what I would tell a client was, guess what? You don't have a bad year. You had a bunch of bad days. Right. Because if you could break that down and say, okay, your year was based on individual actions on a daily basis. And over time, that got us here. So the key to a great year is having great days. Much like a baseball player. A great player has a 300 average. That means, for the most part, three out of ten he's hitting. Now, in business, that's not good enough. <laughs> but in baseball, right. you're a Hall of Famer. But you have to know your numbers to where you can dedicate and focus to where you know what success is. So that's so key in this season, this time, to be real, to know your numbers. And remember, the eye in the sky don't lie. And, and that's an excellent point. And I'm going to say this before we break. Uh you mentioned about knowing your numbers and believe it or not, 30% or even 25% may not be bad. This is better to know that your number or your closing ratio is 25% than to not know it at all. Because if I know my goal is to uh, do a million this year, and if I know my number is 25% as far as closing a business, that means I need to have $4 million working in order for me to hit the one million that I've, I've, I'm pursuing. So is lo- the key is to know your numbers. And so if your numbers are, are lower, obviously you're going to have to work a little harder, and the goal should always be to get better so you can improve your odds. But the key, first and foremost, know your numbers, and don't be afraid of them. And right. we're going to come back, Jomo, after the break and continue to talk about this. And you're listening to Forget Patience. Let's sell something. I am your host, Ty Manor. It's time for us to take a short break. My guest today is Dr. Jomo Cousins, and you're listening to us on the Voice America Business Channel. Stay tuned, and we'll talk to you on the other side of the break.
when it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Today's business marketplace is becoming increasingly global thanks to technologies that didn't even exist a few short years ago. Your business might be a startup or you might be one of the global 500. Either way, you're probably looking at customers and competitors in faraway regions. Listen for Global Reach with host Tay Rivez as she brings together experts, ideas, and listeners to help you anywhere in the world. Global Reach is broadcast every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Are you an entrepreneur that wants to achieve more, not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways? Listen for Be More, Achieve More, inspiration for the entrepreneurial mind. With host Chris Cooper, you'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. These people are making a difference and will help give you the motivation and insight to achieve more. Be More, Achieve More can be heard live Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Time Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Mayner, and my guest today is Dr. Jomo Cousins. And the topic is keys to developing a winning sales and business strategy for the new year. And I guess we can even add life strategy into that because how you handle one aspect of your life tends to be how you handle all aspects of your life. So, Jomo, before the break, we were talking about uh, how the football players in the NFL, and I'm sure in all sports, they watch tape. And we wanted to kind of continue to, to talk about that because I know a lot of times when we talk, and we are our we we me and you are, are really critical of ourselves. So uh, I'll talk to you and and you say, man, I listened to the tape of of this, this past sermon, and I, everybody thinks it's great, but you can always find something where you can improve on. Or I'll listen to one of my shows. I'm like, man, I could have done this, or I should have covered this. So we are watching and, and evaluating ourselves to help us be the best that we can be. So I want to continue to talk about some other aspects you feel that can help our listening audience get ready for 2014 and make to make it a stellar year? Well, the first thing I thought about, especially in reference to numbers, um, uh, my lovely wife blessed me with a, well, she was a, a facial. And uh, I don't really get facials too much, but she said, you know, Joe will go. So I said, okay, whatever, I'll go. In the process of me getting the facial, um, the esthetician, found out that I was a, a speaker, life coach, that's pastor. So she asked me a business, a business question. She said, Jomo, I can't figure out my business. I said, so tell me your numbers. She said, what do you mean? I said, what are your numbers? She said, what do you mean? I said, okay, well, there's a problem. Uh, because ultimately, as a CEO of your company, you have to know your numbers because you can't predict what you don't know. So I said, what are your numbers? She said, still didn't know. I said, okay. So in the process, I said, don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. So 
she laid me down and, you know, put all the stuff in my face. And she kept talking to me. I said, wonderful, no big deal. I said, okay, what's the average ticket price of one of your facials? She said, $65. I said, okay, wonderful. Now that's our starting point. That's our unit. I said, say, for example, you want to make $65,000. That means you need to do 1,000 facials. She said, okay, I'm, I'm flowing with you. I said, so 1,000 facials, how many months are we going to work? Okay, 12 months. I said, okay, so that means about 80 facials a month. That means 20 facials a week. That means four facials a day. And she said, Jomo, I can do that. I said, of course you can. I said, here's the beginning. Until you write your numbers down, until you identify what it is you're trying to do, you really can't go after a goal you haven't identified. Many people always say this, well, I just want to make money. Well, the problem is everybody wants to make money. How do you get from point A to point B? What is your plan? What is your strategy? So after we finished, I said, man, I learned so much. It was only 45 minutes. I said, here's the key thing. Many times in life, we struggle because we don't get the proper information. When I was in Arizona, I was drafted to Arizona Cardinals. My mentor there was Aeneas Williams, awesome man. And he told me, he said, Jomo, what I did was I went to California and I trained with Jerry Rice, the Hall of Fame wide receiver for the San Francisco 49ers, and I trained with him. Why? Because I wanted to train with the best. And as you train with the best, you get clues. And then he trained with uh, Chris Carter and got clues. And come to find out, Chris Carter and Jerry Rice were in competition because they played the same position, and they would out-train each other. And what it hit me was, there's people out here right now who are training for the greatest year of their life. And I ask you, our audience, what are you doing to prepare yourself for the next season? It's, here's the thing that's so amazing about Jerry Rice. He would have a book, and many of the great athletes had a book on every opponent, much like you should have a scouting report on every business, every contact, how to talk to them, what gifts do they need, what do they like, what do they like to eat, what are you trying to do? I'm trying to get a scouting report. I'm preparing for victory. I want to win. See, I'm not in this for fun. Fun comes after I get what I need. I'm in it to take care of my family, the goals, the dreams, the aspirations I have. This is not a game. I cannot look at my daughter and my sons and say, we can't do it because daddy didn't do it. No, you make up in your mind that I will improve, I'll get better. Much like my closing ratios, okay? If you only need two out of ten, well, guess what? It may be your dialogue. It may be your objection handling. It may that you need to improve your presentation. You got to listen. Guess what? You know, Ty, we hate this. I hate listening to myself. Right. Oh, I hate it. Yep. When, you know, we are fortunate. Uh, I'm on the radio uh, every Saturday here in the Tampa Bay area. And as soon as it cuts on the radio, I cut it off. And my wife says, why? I said, I hate to hear myself because I've already heard myself. I've already heard my mistake. But I realize I cannot get better unless I'm willing to evaluate myself and listen to my flaws, my imperfections. And I say, okay, Jay, you got to get better. But here's what I realize. The more I do it, the less mistakes I make and the right. more I improve. So when I realize the greatest, always study, always prepare, because guess what? 
you may only get one shot. In sales, you have to go out there, as, as a great hunter say, one shot, one kill. That's right. <laughs> and I know That's you right. like that, my friend. Yeah, you know it. You know it. Uh, and you may, once again, you've said several, several things about the level of intensity that we have to have day in and day out. And there are many business people right now, there are many sales professionals right now who have already laid down for the remainder of the year. They're already in holiday mode, in vacation mode, and we still have a whole lot of month left in this year. I was at a family reunion uh, after Thanksgiving this past weekend, and uh, one of my, my family members is in sales, and I said, so how's it going? And she said, well, everybody has shut down, you know, for the, for the remainder of the year, so, you know, nothing's going to happen. Well, you know, if you have that mindset, if that's what you believe, you are absolutely right. At the same time, if you believe that I have 25 days left in this month and I can pull some additional revenue out if I make up my mind to, you're absolutely right. So that that mindset that, that you have to have to be successful is you don't quit until the, 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 the final buzzer. I mean, because... You have to play 60 minutes of hard football at this time of year, right? There, there is no let-up. Am I correct? Well, you know, it's so funny that you say that. Uh, if any of our listeners saw the great football game this week, Alabama versus Auburn, it's 28-28, to 28, one second left. Alabama is kicking a field goal. They missed the field goal. Auburn picks the ball, catches the ball, runs it back 109 yards, no time on the clock, and win. What I say to you today is as long as we have days in 2013, there's business to capture. I know, for example, in, in the industry that I am right now, most people say that in the summertime, you can't do anything. Revenue goes down. Our revenue never goes down in the summertime because I have not conceded to that. Right. <laughs> and you must make up in your mind that, okay, just because most people are checking out, that means there's more opportunity for me. And, man, I would get on my clients and i say, look, you get on the phone because this is the easiest time to prospect. Why? Because you got so much to say. Hey, man, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. What are your goals for the new year? How was the year? How is everything going? Why? Because this is the time of year where people expect calls. Right. I think you better call every client. Why? Because you're sowing seeds for your 2014 harvest. And, and you I find now that people you you find now that people are more laid back and may even be a little easier to get to. Absolutely, they're more receptive. That's right. That's right. So yeah, so that's good. That's good. So let's let's continue. On. Let's see how much time oh, we have. A couple of minutes left. Um, but anything you want to say before we go into the next break? Well, you know what I what I want everyone to understand and realize uh, for two thousand and fourteen. Many people want to have a great first quarter. A great first quarter 
is all about what we do right now and actually before now. We should have kicked it off uh, in reference to you going after this, you know, last month. But the keys to having great quarters is how you prepare and position yourself for next year. I'm doing the same thing right now in my business. I'm kicking it up. I'm getting on the phone. Why? Because it's important. If Just like in track and field, if you can get out the block strong, the likelihood of you winning is high. So right now, prepare to get out of the blocks. Because my thing is, man, I want 2014 to be awesome. Now, you can never predict, but, boy, you sure can prepare. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And you can do the things that will give you the greatest chance of accomplishing that goal. Correct. And, you know, because uh, we're going to break in a second, but, you know, I heard you talk earlier about practice, practice, practice. And a lot of people say practice makes perfect, but really it's perfect practice makes perfect. If you are practicing like you're just practicing, uh, those are the kind of uh, that's the kind of performance you're going to have when you're actually in the game. But if you are practicing like you are really in the game, your performance is going to be better in the game. And yeah. we're going to go ahead and and stop that whole that thought, Jomo, because I want to hear it. I know my audience wants to hear it. But it's time for us to take another short break. And Jomo, as you know, I always say this is the fastest hour of the week. And you're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I am your host. Ty Maynard, and my guest today is Dr. Jomo Cousins, and our topic is Keys to Developing a Winning Sales and Business Strategy for the New Year. And let me add even life strategy. So stay tuned, and we'll talk to you on the other side of the break. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network our workplace is dynamically changing how do you stay ahead of the curve with respect to learning and training tune in every week to the future of workforce learning and development with host pamela robinson you'll learn about real world strategies solutions and resources that will showcase these changes and keep you ready for what's next The Future of Workforce Learning and Development is heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Tune in for What About Wealth every week to learn the vital answers to your questions about creating wealth, investing it, donating it, and protecting it. Your hosts are Rich Bloomfield and Rick Durfee, who explain the principles that govern wealth in terms you can understand. Building and preserving positive wealth requires correct action, but few people know how wealth really works. Listen every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and find the answers you need about wealth. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at one 866 472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. 
Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard. And my guest today is Dr. Jomo Cousins. And we're talking about some keys and some steps you can take to prepare for 2014 for the new year so it can be the best year that you've had. And we've talked about several aspects of it. We talked about doing that self-study, that, that self-scout where you have to take a look at yourself and how you perform in this current year. And guess what? If you, if you did a great job, if it was a stellar year, Pat yourself on the back, but don't pat too long or too hard because uh, there's a saying. I heard this from Lou Holtz, Jomo. He said, if what you did yesterday looks great, you obviously hadn't done anything today. So, And, and I think Janet Jackson had a song that said, what have you done for me lately? Right? You know? Absolutely. <laughs> so we, we, we have to celebrate our victories, but we can't celebrate too long because there's a new day dawning. And we also talked about just so evaluate yourself. What did you do well? And then what didn't work out so well? And be willing to make the adjustments. Those of you who have listened to the show, you know I have four questions I always ask myself regarding any encounter that I have. Uh, Okay, what happened is number one. And then if it was good or if it was bad, what part did I have in the success or in the failure? And most people don't want to own up to any any part they had in a failure, but the people who are truly successful understand that's a, a key po- component in getting better. Okay, so what happened? What part did I have in it? What did I learn from it? And what will I do differently moving forward? And then if it was a shortcoming or a failure, guess what? I, I've told you this in the past. I'll go out to my backyard and I have a, a, a memorial service for it and I bury it. And one of the problems I think a lot of people have, Jomo, too many of us are still carrying all our failures with us from the past. And I think we need to release them and get them off of us so we don't have this, this baggage or these extra weights that's slowing us down. Give me your thoughts on that. Well, you know, the key thing I tell people all the time, uh, failure is not final. Failure is just the process to getting you where you want to be. Uh, Thomas Edison, the great inventor, said uh, it took him a thousand times to get the light bulb. And he, they said, you failed a thousand times. He said, no, I found a thousand different ways it did not work. And what you have to realize, um, many of the most successful people were bankrupt, foreclosed. They were considered failures. But the key thing in understanding is you must make up in your mind that this is just the process. You fail forward, and ultimately, <clears throat> with success comes failure, and with failure comes success. Because right. if you don't go through that process of matriculation, you won't get there. And you must have a mindset that ultimately, I have to go through some seasons to get to where I want to be. I know for my life, I have failed many times. I failed miserably. And the, the funny thing about it, we read, read, read this book together. I did a a study of it not too long ago, outwitting the devil. Right. And the key ingredient in there was, in life, most people, people will have three or four tragic events that happen to them. And the challenge is, what do you do when the bottom falls out? Many people, I've learned that those defining moments 
captivate them, meaning they never change from that. So what I have learned is when the storm hits my house, the storm will not define me. It will refine me. And the challenge is most people, the divorce defines them. The death defines them. The pain defines them. Not realizing that that could be the refiner. Much like when you put gold in the, on the fiery furnace. They put the gold in the furnace to burn out all impurities. And what we must realize is that everything in life is preparing us for the next level. So I realize today that I've been speaking uh, in the public for more than 20 years now. And I didn't realize when I was doing it for free that I was being prepared for this season. So what you have to realize in all your failures, it's just a part of the process. Even when I was in a job I did not like, I told myself, this is a paid education. Now, that doesn't that sound crazy? Because some of us are right now at jobs we hate. But what I would do is I'd be at the job. I knew I didn't like it, but you know what? There's something that I can glean, something I can learn while I'm here that's preparing me for my next season because guess what? Failure is not final. It's just a part of the process. And you must realize in your life that wherever you are, it's just a comma and not a period. You still got more to go. So whatever the challenge, whatever you've been through, realize that's part of the process. And don't let your storm define you. Let it refine you. It'll make you better. it make you stronger. That's right. That's right. You know, and everyone has your, your numbers, the growth of your church is absolutely astounding. And I think uh, you have so many people paying attention to that in the Tampa Bay area, but for, relative to a sales professional or even a business person who has to look at next year and try to come up with a projection. Uh, there, Some people want to keep it exactly where it is, but anything that really is, is healthy should be growing. If it's healthy, it should be growing. So what, how would you, what would you tell someone as far as how to come up with the projections for the upcoming year? Uh, should they stretch it 10%? Should they stretch it? So w- give, give us some thoughts on that. What I've done, um, I usually give myself a 25% goal okay. um, starting point. Uh, I always blow it out the water, but uh, I like to, key thing, uh, I try to break it down into the year, okay? Bottom line, we have 365 days. Um, of those days, we were 200 and some particular days. And I tell myself, I said, you know what, Jomo? If you could have pushed a little bit harder a few days a week, your numbers would be this much better. And I just make up in my mind that I know there's holes because the challenge with a person that wants to stay the same, <laughs> you could very easily slip back. Because right. if anything goes wrong, you're behind the ball. So what I want to do is I always want to give myself and project myself further. Now, here's the key thing. And this is so uh, it's simple, but it makes perfect sense. Now, I'm going to break this down to you. and I'm going to talk to you like you're my, my, my client. Okay, Ty? Yes, sir. All right. Let's do it this way. For example, if you did a certain amount of this, let's say we did, you did 100 deals last year. Correct? Right. That means you have 100 past clients. 
Correct. Correct. And the 100 past clients plus the new clients I'm going to get this year means I should have increase. Yes. Just on that alone. If I don't do anything else, because I'm going to go after business anyway. But now, not just going after business, I have a past client referral base. And every year that you're in business, that means you've done more business or potentially more clients. So therefore, that means I have a greater database to mind. Absolutely. Therefore, there should be no excuse why I don't improve. Because every year I have more past clients. And we know statistically most business comes from referrals. Past Absolutely. Clients. That's right. So if I have more past clients and I keep my customer care service set up, CSI, my customer service index, and I keep my follow-up, there should be no reason why I can't at least have 15 to 20% growth. Now, my number's a little higher, but I'm just looking at straight math. It'd be different if you started with nothing, okay? But every year, you get a new client, and if we can continually work on that database, our database grows. So you have to assume that your numbers would grow with your database. Right, right. And, you know, you, you made a great point because when I when I do my sales training and I will it's it's amazing how many times I have people in the class I say so how many of you ask for referrals and if I have 20 people in the class uh maybe four may raise their hands I say how many of you ask for referrals uh on a daily basis <laughs> there will be no hands raised and whoever you're coming in contact with especially if it's a customer you you've earned the right and if you've done if you've done right by that customer you've earned the right to ask for a referral you know first confirm that you have they are pleased with you uh your services and you have exceeded their expectations then you know say you know you probably know other people who are trying to make the the, the right decision for their business like you have that we may be able to service. Who else do you know? And that's just the easiest way to get the next sale. But sometimes something is so easy that we don't use it or we don't use it consistently. It's so funny. I always tell my clients uh, the, the easiest things to do is also the hardest thing to do. Um, I would, my key thing when I say, look, make five contacts a day to your past client base. Five contacts. They say, Joe, well, that's easy. I said, I know, but you won't do it. <laughs> make five contacts to your past clients a day I said that's, tw- that's 25 a week that's 100 a month that's 1200 a year I said if, if you tell me you made 1200 contacts meaning you spoke to the person 1200 how many deals do you think you'd get out of those 1200 contacts some would say 100 some would say 200 some would say 300 I said would that be a great year they say yeah I said why don't you do it <laughs> exactly I mean, you know what's bottom line is and I would, my key thing was I got to get in your ear to get into your head to get into your heart Simple. Right. I ha- you yeah. have to hear my voice because if you don't hear my voice you're not going to think about me if you're not going to think about me you're not going to call me it's funny it's like you hear a person's name all of a sudden you think about them when, you, when they call you you think about them and the challenge is in business the bottom line is they're not thinking about you right and if they're not thinking about you, they're thinking about somebody else. That's true. And they will not think about you if they don't hear from you. And the other point that you just made, which I, I when I was in management, 
if the if the goal is twenty five calls per week, but let's say st- let's say stuff does happen in a day that can take you off schedule, so you only made uh, three calls on this particular day. What that means is tomorrow you don't get off. You have to now make the five plus the two you didn't make today. So if you have to miss lunch or shorten lunch, you now have seven calls. So I think people have to have the mindset that they can't let themselves off the hook. You, you, you know, here's, here's the funny thing that I, I realize over and over again. And you got one minute before we go into break, so go ahead and we'll catch yes, it on the, the other one, side. The one, thing, the one thing, key thing that we have to understand and realize with it is that over and over again, Every day counts. So if you don't make those contacts and do what you got to do, ultimately, at the end of the year, you wake up with a bad year. That's right. For every day counts. That's exactly right. And that, that goes with what you've heard me say before, and my son has heard me say two million times, if we are easy on ourselves, Boy, that's good. Yeah, life will be hard on us. But if we are hard on ourselves, life will be easier on us and far more rewarding. And we have to be hard on ourselves to get the things in life we really say we want to get. That's when you'll be able to take uh, a really nice vacation every quarter. That's when you'll be able to drive what it is you say you want to drive. That's when you'll be able to give to all of the charities you have that's in your heart's desire to give to. By doing the tough things, life becomes not only easier for you, but your people in your family and those people in your community. So we're going to catch up on this, Jomo, on the other side, but it's time for us to take our last short break. This is Ty Maynard, and you're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. And my guest today is Dr. Jomo Cousins, and we're giving you some tips, some tools, some techniques to help you in your quest to be the best, first to finish strong this year, but to have a stellar next year. So stay tuned, and we'll talk to you on the other side of the break. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network we hear it and read about it every day in the news america is heading over a fiscal cliff home prices are still receding and unemployment growing how can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Are you looking for innovative ideas on how to achieve your financial dreams? Tune in to Empirical Investing Radio every Thursday afternoon at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Join certified financial planners Ken Smith and Ethan Broga to learn how you can obtain financial success. You'll be entertained while you discover techniques to alleviate your financial concerns. Empirical Investing Radio every Thursday at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. 
If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard. My guest today is Dr. Jomo Cousins. And we have been trying to provide you with tips and techniques and ideas and tools to help you in your quest to finish strong and make next year the best that you've had in sales, business, and life. And, you know, Jomo, we've given them a lot of food for thought. And what I love about this is it doesn't matter how long you've been in a profession we all have to go back to the fundamentals and back to the basics. And really, that was my, what my last three shows was about. Let's get back to the basics. So even a conversation like this is a helpful reminder to us veterans. So uh, we have about five more minutes in the show uh, before we have to start wrapping it up. So what are some other tips that you can give us uh, to help us prepare for next uh, year and I may even have to bring you back because we we got so much to talk about on this. So go ahead and, and take us out, Jomo. You know, you know what I do right now. Um, the one key thing that I really uh, drives me. Uh, we speak about this all the time. Is how can I make a greater impact in people's lives? And why? The reason why I say this is in 2014, you're going to have some bad days. You're going to have some things that you didn't expect. You're going to have some trials. You're going to have good days too, but what I realize is what separates the good from the great is not the good days. It's really how you respond on the bad days. Because on the good days, you're going to feel like making the call. You're going to feel like, you know, the interviews and, the, and making the contacts and doing the presentations. But what do you do when you don't feel like doing what you know you need to do. That's when I have to have my why. Right now, for my organization, my number one goal is our capital campaign to to build the church debt-free. Number two, I want to feed twice as many people than the church feeds now. Number three, I want to save more children our Hillsborough County is one of the leading counties for childhood drowning. Wow. I want to change that. Now, why is that important? It's important because the days I don't feel like doing what I have to do, I can save a child. The days I don't feel like doing what I have to do, I can feed a hungry person. The days I don't feel like doing what I have to do, I can have an environment where a teen could be in trouble, but has a place that's safe. Right. What are you saying? I'm saying that my goals will drive me. It drives me past me being tired. It drives me past dealing with crazy people. It drives me. And what you have to realize, my friends, is you have to have something that wakes you up in the middle of the night that you want to start taking notes, that you are so excited about the impact you're going to make. Because 
let me tell you, when you can help somebody, when you can feed somebody, when you can bless somebody, that's all the fuel you need. Because let me tell you, it is such a great gift to have to where you can give and help somebody else. So what I do on the top of my goal sheet, I write down the impact that I want to make on other people. Why? Because guess what? I've learned that I fight harder for other people than I fight for myself. What do you mean? Guess what? When you have to do something for you, you say, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it next week. But when you make a commitment to somebody else, for some reason, you get it done. Why? Because at times, we work harder for someone else than we do for ourselves. Perfect example, when you had a boss, or if you do have a boss, you work hard for them, but when you have to do it on your own, you don't necessarily work as hard. But what I've realized, when I put something out there that will drive me, we're going to feed more people. We're going to stop or reduce childhood drowning. It's $150 per child. I worked out a budget. Uh, I'm partnered with the YMCA. And they're going to do the classes, and I want to do something about it. Why? Because understand this. You have one life. You have one shot. Make it count. Because one thing I've realized over and over again, my brother, and you know this, uh, we don't know the time we have. Uh, we know we didn't control the day we were born, and we don't control the, the day we die. But all we control is the dash we have. And I made up my mind that my dash will make a difference. Now, I want to challenge your audience. And, Ty, you can tell them where to contact you. I want them to contact you this evening with the top three things that they're going to do in 2014. Now, this is not for the faint of heart. I want to see who is bold enough to make the connection. And I will respond. Uh, if Ty is shooting me, I'll respond back. But I want them to commit. Who are you going to make an impact for in 2014? I promise you, the reason why most of my goals are so far exceeded, because my goal was not about me. That's right. It was about a cause. That's right. You get a cause, oh my gosh, the numbers, the money, the stuff will come because it's bigger than you. And that's the that's the key you've just mentioned, Jomo. Uh, you didn't say I'm trying to get more members in my church. I'm I'm trying to. Uh, you it was not about you. Everything you mentioned was about someone else. And as we've said before, if I will, if we focus on making a difference, all of the monetary things we need comes. If you focus on making a difference in all of the areas you just mentioned. The membership will come, but the the goal is to make a difference. And, man, we have two minutes. Our time is up. So quickly, if you can tell them how to get in touch with you, I greatly appreciate it. I'm sure they will even more. Well, uh, you can get me on my Facebook page. Just go to Facebook, Jomo Cousins, J-O-M-O-C-O-U-S-I-N-S. You can like me. You can leave a message. If this today's message was a, was a blessing to your life, you can leave me a note. I'll respond. Uh, our church website is lfcc.tv, lfcc.tv. You can come visit us at Riverview High School, or you can watch us online as we stream. Um, but you can make contact with me. Twitter is Pastor Jomo. Uh, you can get me on Twitter, too. But make contact. But more than make contact with me, make contact with yourself. <laughs> get right. real with yourself. Look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? I've slacked this year. I could do better this year.
this year. But ultimately, we got one life and one shot. Make your life count. Okay, listen, if you like what you heard tonight, today, uh, stay tuned. Tell others about the show. If you're looking to take your business and your sales team to the next level, you need to give me a call. Give me a call at one eight 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 six zero five one zero four zero, and the Tymaner Group. We can help you accomplish that. All right. Also, you want to have in your in your reference library a copy of the book "Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something." It's a must read for anyone who is involved in influencing decisions. And our time is up again. Jomo, thank you very much for being on the show. We may have to come back because I, there's just so much on this topic. But I really thank you for investing the time in my audience. Guys, reach out to him. Reach out to me. And in the meantime, in the meantime, forget patience. Let's sell something. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great evening. Thanks again for tuning in to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. Ty Maynard will be back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We look forward to you joining us then. In the meantime, forget patience, let's sell something.